Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the billboards. Getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny O'Mara. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them billboards. Hands up for them real ones. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bill Buds Podcast. It's here. It's here. That cheery time of year. That's right. We're post-Thanksgiving, so anything is on the table as far as Christmas music is concerned. And this jolly little elf has a song in his heart that he can't wait to share with the world. But speaking of jolly little elves, there's the merriest, jerriest, johnniest (laughs) elf I know. And that is Mr. Johnny O'Meara, Mr. JJO. JJO, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, JPC. You didn't introduce yourself with your name ever. <laughs> huh. It's okay. I mean, at this point, people know me as a Mary Jerry Christmas elf. That's uh, true. They're all saying it. <laughs> mostly is what I'm known as. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I got to tell you, right off the bat, this is no surprise to, to longtime listeners of the uh, of the show. Musically, this is my least favorite time of year. <laughs> Um, I feel like when I picked this, it was kind of a gift to you because it was not the Crypt Keeper. It was a real band yeah. of real musicians. Now, now, last year, as far as Christmas music was concerned, we we did do the Mariah Carey Christmas. That's true. Uh, so we had kind of like a real Christmas. I mean, that's probably one of the most popular Christmas albums kind of of all time. And this year... You know, in this holly jolly time of year, uh, you decided to do Home for Christmas by a little band called InSync. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that correct? No, that is correct. And this is from the year 1998. I mean, I, I, I've said it on the show before. Christmas music is not for me. I know I'm a Mary Jerry Jolly Little Elf, but Christmas music is not for me. Because you're a Mary Jerry Jolly Little Elf all year long. All year long. I... I it's so tough because it's like, it's just, it's a type of, it's it's music all on this very narrow subject matter, which is like pop music is that for love songs, right? It's like, that's most of what pop music is, is love songs. And I like pop music, but man, when it's Christmas, it just doesn't do it for me. Well, there there are all different types of love songs, I guess, or different ways that you can see love through that lens. But And I think we'll get into it more, but there are basically three types of Christmas songs. And all three of them, Johnny, are on this album. Yeah. There's yeah. Jesus, mm-hmm. there's general Christmas spirit, and then there's You're My Present, <laughs> I think is how I would categorize them. Yeah, I would say uh, Jesus, capitalism, and horny are the three types of Christmas. I guess like um, family, maybe, I don't know. There's like, yeah, there's horny for family and there's horny for sex. And those those are the two. Maybe and never the, tw- never the twain shall meet. <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> we hope there's not any of those songs on this album or on any Christmas music album. Although I would kind of be is- interested in what an incest Christmas album sounds like. No, I was gonna say I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, but that's not that's not it because they're yeah, not rela- my, they're st- they're related, but by marriage. By so. marriage, my mom and dad were kissing. That's incest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did I have I ever told you what I used to think that song was about? Which no. is maybe a common misconception, or maybe I'm an idiot. I was not listening to the song in the the sort of. I was listening to it through the lens of Santa is real. This song is actually about a woman cheating on her husband with real Santa. That makes sense. But the the real thing is, oh, it's the it, the person that she's married to. Yeah, it, it is a real bummer because we tell kids that Santa's real, and so we're just setting them up for failure with that song because it's like, yeah, Santa's real, and your mom fucked him, and Christmas is canceled. Because <laughs> your dad's a cuck. <laughs> that was the you... original original title for that song was a Christmas cuck. <laughs> if you ever had children, would you? How would you? How would you handle Santa? I mean, I can guess what you would do. You would you would lock them in a box until they turned eighteen, and then you'd set them free. Yeah, I would just change the word Santa and candle, and then teach them. I'd be like, "Do you guys want to light a Santa?" And then uh, I would tell them that candle claws comes down every Christmas. And then when they turn eighteen, they'd have they'd be very confused. No, we wouldn't do Santa. I mean, I'm sure that they would. I, I would explain to them like the concept of what Santa is, but I wouldn't not in a way that it's like Santa is real and he gives you presents. It's a weird to me. In one sense, it's weird that everyone is just uh, we all lied to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have children, but that people lie to their children about this. And you but lie then, to children you, in general. Well, well that's what I was going to say is it does also kind of prep them for not trusting anyone in a position of power to tell them the truth. Yeah, which is good. That's exactly what we want to uh, facilitate, not only in life, but here on this podcast. <laughs> we want to <laughs> normalize lying to kids. Uh, normalize lying in general. Because isn't that the true meaning of Christmas? Kind of. And if it's not, no spoilers. I don't want to know. Do not tell me what the true meaning of Christmas is. But Johnny, speaking of the true meaning of Christmas, if you are ready to get into this album a little bit, I think oh, that yeah. we might find what the true meaning of Christmas is. So I'll start with you, Johnny, and I'll ask you, how did you come about this album? When was the first that you heard it? Uh, how was this a part of your Christmas tradition? You know, I had heard of the band in sync before. I do think it's also fun that this is the first time we're doing InSync on this show. Yeah, we've never done InSync. <laughs> we, uh, you know, I I had, you know, listened to this album a couple times through kind of recently in the last few years. Just like, oh, it's InSync Christmas. Let's put it on. Um, but I will say, like, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays is on my Christmas playlist. Sure. It's It's... You know, good for them for making it into. I I don't think that it has reached all I want for Christmas is you territory. I don't think so but either. It's certainly in the mix for like new Christmas songs that kind of made it, and it it you know they play it every year still. Well, this came out in '98, and I, apparently the last time, as of 2014, this was the 15th best Christmas holiday album ever. So. You know, it's 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 up there, but it's certainly not. It's maybe it's you know in the last seven years it's gotten some traction and it's broken you know broke the top ten. But uh, it, it is certainly a Christmas album. We can say that. Maybe not the most popular. Yeah, but it's well. I you know what? I bet like I'm not going to look this up, but I'm speculating. When this came out, it probably whatever first week, first year sales 
absolutely through the roof, way higher than like Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas album, first week or first year. But the long term, I bet that sells pretty well, pretty regularly. Whereas this, I don't think would. Well, Johnny, let me let me just say this. I, I'm not sure about that because this was actually, believe it or not, this was InSync's second studio album. This came out in '98, right off of the su- success of their first album. So this is this is their number two album that they put out. This is their. Star Wars holiday special. Ex- yeah. Like literally. Truly, truly <laughs> it is. And 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 it's wild. I guess that that isn't that wild and maybe you are right because they were, you know, massively popular after that first album came out. The reason why we're able to cover this on the show by the way is because this peaked at number 7. Uh, on the Billboard Top 200 on uh, November 28th, uh, and it stayed on the charts uh, of 1998, I should say. It stayed on the charts for 34 weeks, which is an insane amount of time for a Christmas album. That, yeah, that's and half it came a year. Out, it came out in November, so that means that it was still on the charts in, like, April? Yeah, May? I, maybe a little bit of June it was, like, peaking away from the charts, but it's like, that's... That's what. Thank God we got to July and this got knocked off the charts. Because if this had gone on through like August, we would have been in trouble. And I'm not doing the math on that. I have no idea. <laughs> it could be on August. Don't tell me how 34 weeks work. I don't want to know. Did you read at all about the Winter album? No. What's the Winter album? So that was like their next album, and it was it was like a German release that came out like a week later yeah and it was basically a mix of like their first album and this christmas album yeah it truly i mean all of these bands these boy bands were just like marketing devices too i kind of the way that like k-pop is it's got this huge like specific machine machine. Yeah. yeah and this was early on right this is the the 90s when that you know machine was just getting whirling but I'm not surprised that they they you know cut it and branded it and did did a bunch of shit like that. For my part, Johnny, I've never heard this album before. Um, hmm. I, I I don't even know that I was super aware of its existence. Uh, that song that you mentioned, which is uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy holidays. I know it must. Maybe I've heard that song before, but I'll be honest with you. When I was listening to this album, it didn't sound familiar. But that's not wow. shouldn't be surprising because I don't. I like actively avoid Christmas music to the point where I probably miss most of it. Does Mariah like Christmas music? I'll have to ask. <laughs> uh, I'll say that we I'll say that we don't play it in the house, and I'm not sure I'm not sure if she's played a lot of Christmas music or, around me at all. Uh, and mm. I asked her if she had heard this album, and she said not until I started playing it. So I know that she'd never heard this album before either. Hmm. Maybe, she, maybe she grew up in a Backstreet Boys house. What I will say is I think that. It, uh, I would know if she was really into Christmas music because Christmas music would be playing. So right. maybe she's just sacrificing it all for me. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, all, my family plays Christmas music. If you go over to any of my family's house in the wintertime, Christmas music will be playing. Like, you know, just kind of out there in the I don't know. It, I, don't get me started on it. I don't understand it. Um, and with that, let's talk about this 55-minute Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so yeah, let, I mean, let's get into this bad boy. Like I said, this is a 14-track album, 55 minutes and 36 uh, seconds, which means these things are kind of long. Yeah, a lot of these, pretty much every single one of these is criminally, criminally long. There's like a ton of over four-minute songs on this 14-track album. We are, we have one that's pushing five minutes. Here's what I will say. I, I I started to realize why this is. is because Christmas music is meant to just be put on 
and it's meant totally. to go forever. Like it, it's it's not meant to ever stop. You have like a whole month of the year where it's just Christmas music playing all the time. So all these songs have to be long because the whole point of them is to just keep them playing. We're just killing time till January. Precisely. I mean, we're exactly. It's and that's and then we're just killing time till February, the shortest month of the year. And then we're just hoping that we can get out of this winter thing by May. That's what. That's what <laughs> everyone wants. We just want this. We want the fucking spring. The the snow melted. This album fell off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> they said finally we could go outside. Um. Well, anyway, Johnny, let's let's just get into listening to some of these songs because I I truly believe in order to unpack this album, we have to listen to the songs. I agree. It. I agree. This is track one. This is Home for Christmas. All right, that is a little bit of a home for Christmas. Johnny, what are your thoughts on home for Christmas? I will say it's too fucking long. It's four and a half minutes. They're all too fucking long. I mean, we we might as well not say it. Sure. I'll I'll be saying it all day. I'll be fucking screaming it. They're all too fucking long. This one's fine. It does have big, like, Mario 64 energy with the instrumentation, (laughs) which a lot of these songs do, but this one in particular was like... Uh, dire dire docs or whatever yeah the 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 lyrics are interesting because they're they're kind of weird and yeah this could pretty easily not be a christmas song you'd basically just have to change the word christmas to any other word yes and then it's not a christmas song it it first of all johnny i'm of two different minds on this entire album so i will be playing two different parts today on the show okay because this album split my personality down the middle. So I'll begin with Dr. The fact Jingle <laughs> and Mr. Christmas. <laughs> so this is Dr. Jingle speaking. <laughs> I totally agree with you. You can add preposition Christmas to pretty much any song and it becomes a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, I want to fuck you for Christmas. Or like, I just want to make love to you on Christmas. Like, it, 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 it just that's all you have to do to make a Christmas song. Nine out of the 14 tracks on this album have Christmas in the title. So that's what they did. They just kind of made a weird album, yep. and then they added some Christmas into it. But the other thing is, like, it's, it, this is in sync. They didn't write these songs. These songs were written for them. They basically got told, like, where to stand, how to sway, what clothes to wear, and sing the fucking song and look pretty. That That's yeah, the direction they got. They're not credited on—they're only credited on Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. So on one end, I, I can't blame them for any of the songs being awful. But this, but the other side of it is I think that all of these songs feel like they were written by an algorithm. And in 1998, that's actually really impressive to have a Christmas algorithm spitting out these songs in 98? Yeah. this one. I mean, this one's got children in the snow, the meaning of Christmas, home, being home, family. It's got, it's got everything. Now, on the other hand, this is Mr. Christmas speaking. 
almost every song on this album, I think 11 out of the 14 songs, are original songs. Yeah. Which is my number one gripe with Christmas music. It's all the same shit we've heard, the same versions that we've heard. They do a little bit on this album, but just a little bit. 11 out of 14 is a fucking fantastic... Even though the songs aren't good, and I'll go to my grave saying they're not good... They're one million times better than if I had to hear fucking Jingle Bells again and again and again. Well, you that do hear a little I bit love. of Jingle Bells on this album, which yes. we will get to. But yes, you do. You, but 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 they, it's they, a, they, in an original way. Yeah, Mister Christmas is all about original Christmas songs because it's the only way that this is like bearable for me. And this fucking album is is d- delivering. Yeah, I agree. There there is uh, with with this song. Um, there, oh, one line really stuck out to me as so weird is when I need a friend or a helping hand, I know that you will always be there. Yeah. That, that was the one when I, when we got to that line where when I got to that line, when I was listening, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is just, this is just a song. There's, this is like scrapped from being a B side. We'll, we'll do a quick retool into a Christmas song. Because every song has like a little bit of Christmas instrumentation to it. Some like jingly bells or piano mm-hmm. or whatever. But you're not wrong, because the whole vibe of this song, just listen to the song, close your eyes, listen for vibe, it's horny, but all the lyrics are kind of about family. It's a horny about family song. They did, yeah. the, they did the Forbidden Crossover, which you should, <laughs> you can never do. But it, it is weird, because I would say the majority of this album is like kind of like Christmas love songs, mm-hmm. but this one is really about like having a friend or, or ha- having a family member to help you out, you know, and being together with them for family but it sounds very horny as well. It's it's weird. I will say that is kind of nice because most Christmas songs are like f- horny, horny yeah. for Christmas sex or f- f- horny for family, but not in this way. This feels more like it's it's nice. It's nice to have someone I can like turn to. I've been on the road. It's nice to come back and just have my family and not so. Um, not so saccharine, maybe, as other yeah, Christmas songs might be. I, I would agree. Oh, and then the other thing that I need, needed to get... I, I mean, it's been a while since I've listened to NSYNC. And there's five members of NSYNC. Johnny, can you name them? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to? No, that's okay. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I can could. Name them too. Uh, me too. Uh, Howie's not one of them. Uh, no. <laughs> and neither is Nick. And neither is Brian. And neither is Kevin. <laughs> and neither uh, is... Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I say Nick? You did say Nick. Nick. You said Nick, Brian, Brian, Kevin, Kevin, Howie, Howie. Oh, and AJ. Duh. And AJ, of AJ. course. AJ, not an in sync. AJ, <laughs> the Chris of Backstreet Boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny that AJ is not the JC? I, yeah, I know. It's Johnny. There's a lot of funny things about that, um, <laughs> but I forgot that in sync was mostly just Justin and JC. Yeah. Everybody else is credited as like a background vocalist and they're like the main vocalist. So mm-hmm. with all of these bands, they really it's really like one or two people that they're really pushing out there at you and then everyone else is just kind of like along for the ride. And I got to say, Justin Timberlake, what a piece of shit. Huh? What what an unbelievable piece of shit. But when you're talking about separating the art from the artist, I mean the guy's a good singer and he's pretty funny. So it's like but it just, sucks. just it sucks. It sucks because he's still making stuff. Uh, and he's, he's you know what? He's not a bad actor either. I'll say that as well. But he's such a piece of shit. I mean, for the Britney thing, for the Janet thing, 
for the for the uh, he's pretty much the inventor of I apologize if you were offended. Uh, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. He really is, isn't he? People forget huh. about that. But he came he came out after the Super Bowl. No, right? It was it was the Janet Jackson thing for the Super Bowl where he said I, I apologize to anyone who was offended or something like that. I don't. It's hard to say. Did we have the notes app back then? <laughs> <laughs> Just a huge piece of shit. Um, yeah, and then uh, the, I mean the whole Britney thing. We don't have to get into it at this point, but just so people know, I, I'm unfortunately I think Mirrors is a really great song. Fuck him. I mean, <laughs> give it to anyone else, but uh, it doesn't matter. A lot it doesn't of matter. A, a lot of them are good. Oh, I'll tell you what, uh, Jessica's friend, she's my friend too, turned us on to this radio station on Sirius. It's called Pop Two K. It's just all pop music from the two thousands. Oh, okay, absolute, and it's. They get a little loose with what pop music is, kind of like us. Sure. And now, you know, you got Nickelback on there. You've <laughs> got Finger 11. But then you've also got It stuff was popular. Like and it's it's a fucking treat. <sighs> okay. Well, speaking of fucking treats, Johnny, we we gotta we have to get into it. Let's uh, talk about track two. Uh, this is a treat for Under My Tree. All right, that's a little bit of under my tree. Um, this one's just straight horny. It's extremely horny. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what though, it's kind of a nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I like the. I like the melody. Unfortunately, well, not even unfortunately. This is Mr. Christmas speaking. I should it be Mr. Holiday? That kind of sounds more like Mr. Hyde. It's too late. It's Mr. Christmas. This is Mr. Christmas speaking. Doctor Jingle and Mr. Holiday. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Hyde. Uh, it's Mr. Christmas. I kind of like this one too. I mean, it's an original. It's like it's kind of sexy. Now, I I got <laughs> this whole song <laughs> is about having like a long, exhausting day hanging out with someone's family and then being like, "But tonight we're gonna fuck." Under it's like the tree. It's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you at my parents' house. And the best, the best line that is no. unhinged. I gotta walk away. I wish Santa was here to see. I can't hear this. I can't hear this. The way they hit, I wish that Santa could be here to see. Why? Santa would be proud of me. (laughs) If Santa could see how good I fuck now that I'm all grown up, Santa Santa, would love it. Check this out. (laughs) Santa would love to see how I bone down under the tree. And yeah, I know Santa's not real. Santa's my dad. (laughs) I... (sighs) What if that was a thing? What if they just missed the mark culturally and they were like, one thing that is a thing is that every guy wants their dad to know how good they fuck. <laughs> That's one thing that every guy thinks about and they wish for Christmas. But but they're like too embarrassed to just show their real dad, so they have to get their dads to dress up like Santa. The, the, only, way, <laughs> the only way the only way they can do it, the only way they can fuck in front of their dad is if he's dressed up like Santa. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> it, it, 
It I, and like it's. I wish Santa could be here to see. It's beautiful under my tree. I assume. I assume that's his. Is that's his penis? That's his penis. I don't know. He's talking about. Well, it could be, I guess, his penis. But why is he under his tree? But why say my tree? Why don't you say the tree? You say my tree if it's your penis, but like under my penis? Like what is that? I don't know. I don't beautiful fucking under. know. Christmas brings out the absolute fucking worst in me. I am so upset about this. But all things considered, though, if I given the chance to fuck under my parents' Christmas tree, you know I would. Yeah, why not? I mean, especially after a long day of, like, all your cousins, like, opening up all their fucking presents and eating a bunch of, like, heavy food and just being, like, generally annoyed or having to listen to an uncle's opinion that you don't really care for. The best thing to do after that is fuck under your parents' Christmas yeah. tree with, like, the girl who you just brought to, like, Christmas for the first time and she's, like... <laughs> Trying to suss out, you know, is this a family that I want to be a part of? And okay, now he wants to fuck me under his dad's Christmas tree. Cool. Uh, the only other thing that was very funny to me in this song is they specifically talk about listening to another Christmas song. Yes. They say like Nat King Cole is playing, which is funny on its own, like yeah. just a weird thing to put on an album that you hope people will listen to at Christmas. Yep. yep. But then also, one of the like two covers on this album is, is the that song that he made most famous. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing you never want to do is reference a more popular piece of media in your piece of media. Yeah, they're not going to do that on My Brother, My Brother and Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that'd be amateur hour for sure. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, that that I wish Shana could see me line is a fucking nope. Uh, and... Um, Oh, but I do love how much JC is going for it in this song. Yeah. I feel like he's hitting some notes that he cares about. This this was a good this was a good song. It was a good song. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean this one's long and this one's horny. Uh what else can you say? Okay, uh let's talk about track 3, I never knew the meaning of Christmas. All right, this is uh, this is Doctor Jingles here saying that this whole album is wildly inconsistent with what the meaning of Christmas is. Yeah, in some songs the meaning of Christmas is like you know fucking this person under the Christmas tree. In some songs the meaning of Christmas is like family, and in some songs the meaning of fr- uh, Christmas is like getting together and seeing all your friends again. Like it's it's just like it's it's casually inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Now, Doctor Christmas. I love this song. I think it's really fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, I'm so into this horny boy band Christmas album. It's, it's, yeah, this is a good one. Um, I do, I like uh, coming home for the holidays, seeing friends from around the way. That, that first two, it's kind of, it's kind of nice just being like, oh, the, you know, it's nice to see everyone at Christmas time again, but it could be a little nicer. Yeah. I mean, it, <sighs> 
it, for the, the, basically what they're saying here is the meaning of Christmas is hooking up. And for anyone who's ever like gone back to the town that you grew up in and you're single and maybe you like get on the apps because you're home for Thanksgiving, you're just like seeing, you know, what's what's what. And you happen to see someone who uh, you went to high school with. Well, you actually didn't even know that you went to high school them, with them because they were in your little brother's class and uh, you swiped right. And then they sent you a message saying that they remembered you from high school. And you were like, do I remember you from high school? But you would not got a drink anyway because it's Thanksgiving and you didn't want to fucking spend time with your family. This song is for you. This is this is a song for if that is you, if that is your specific experience, then this song may be for you. And if you play your cards right, maybe that first night of drinks turns into a second night where you go home, you fuck under the Christmas tree and show your dad. Show your dad. Why not? Show your papa. Uh <laughs> track four. This is uh track four. This is Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, the aforementioned. I like this rent intro. Yeah. Session pianists really earning their money. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Love that. Yeah. Well, that's a little bit of a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, interesting, Johnny. This is an original, like we have said. First mention of God uh, on it, the album. That This one was interesting to me because they mentioned God and Santa. And I feel like those should not be in the same Christmas song. Yeah, but I, I would say that lyrically, this whole album is so incons- inconsistent. It's like a <laughs> Yahtzee. Fair. It's like a Yahtzee cup full of Christmas ideas, and it's just like, oh, we accidentally got some God out of this family Christmas Santa song, and it's like it's none of it means it, you can basically tune out of the lyrics on this album. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of weird because like you'd think some of these I. I ideas or ideologies or whatever shouldn't really mix in Christmas songs. But again, this is like, this is the embodiment of the war on Christmas. This song is Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. If Fox News had their way, this song would just be called Merry Christmas three times. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Santa is creeping in. Do you think, okay, because this is the only track on this album that is credited to uh, any of the boys, and it's it's, uh, Viet Ren. I don't know who that is. J.C. Chazé and Justin Timberlake. Do you think that like Justin's really Christian? He tried to sneak God in there and J.C.'s like, we got to get Santa in here. I think that if they had told Sync that they had to like, for one of their concerts, like slit Jesus's throat, they would have done it because they were fucking 18 and they were like, we'll do anything. I guess our, we signed our lives away. I don't know that anyone's values are really driving what's going on here. 
I I think you underestimate the deep Christianity of a bunch of of boys in a boy band. <laughs> I mean, I probably do. I probably do. I I I, I got to imagine though. I, I hope that they grew up. It certainly seems like Justin Timberlake grew up because now all he worships is money and success. Uh, so good for him. Good on him. That's the right way to be. No judgment there. <laughs> He's bad, but his motives are pure. But you're right. I mean, the was this band the producer of this band? Was he from Florida or he lived in Florida? Uh, from, I I don't know if he was from Florida, but he certainly lived in Florida. I know. I mean, o- Orlando was like yeah, boy band central. Exactly. My my uncle worked for him uh, briefly. Really? Um, yeah, and I got a signed picture of In Sync uh, when I was um, in like fourth grade, and uh, and they were just like stacks of you know pictures of InSync, signed pictures of InSync that I got. And I sold it to a girl in my class for like $30. Nice. I hope you yeah. invested that, made some I, uh, <laughs> made sure some it, nice returns. I'm sure it went to buying Smash Mouth CDs. I'm sure that's where it went. Um, have you have you watched the, the documentary? They mm-hmm. did a documentary a couple years ago about Lou Pearlman. It's nope. extremely interesting. Okay. Um, and this was the point too, Johnny, where I was like, oh, these songs aren't long. They're just... All these uh, Christmas songs are long. This yeah. is this is where I was. Also, Johnny, they have a choir in this one, but they save the choir to like the very end, and they're only in it for like a like the outro. It's like the outro choir. It seems very weird use of a choir. Yeah, it it feels like overall they put the most work into this song, which makes sense because it's yeah. the single. But yeah, in in weird ways. There's also a nice little acapella end, which yeah. is fun. Johnny, are you? Do you want to talk about the rest of the songs on the album, or can we spend the last forty minutes talking about the music <laughs> video for this? This, I, you know, I didn't assume that this album had any videos, and then I was like, maybe there's something maybe for there's something. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and it was something. I looked up some facts on this video, Johnny. This is the first music video to be shot entirely on Microsoft PowerPoint. <laughs> this video this video i'm sorry listeners if you have not seen the video i know that the things that i'm about to say are going to sound very interesting to you i implore you do not seek out this video do not watch this video this video has some of the most awful vibes of any (laughs) piece of media that i've ever consumed it the budget had to have been ten dollars yeah i i don't know i mean $10 $10 is pricey for what this, but this this feels like every piece of software that they used came pre-installed on their camera. It, it didn't feel, <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to end. The, there were so many bad things going on in this video. The Would, ah, would you, if you had to guess, how long do you think they spent filming? I was thinking about that because I was thinking about what their schedules would have been like and like, you know, go here, wear these clothes, do this. I would say that they probably spent longer in wardrobe than they spent shooting this video. It was it was one day. One day. I mean, it couldn't have been more than one day. It could not have been more than like an afternoon. Johnny, they have fucking like homeless people or like I guess they call them like unfortunate or something in the video. Well. I almost threw my fucking phone across the room. You, you got, you got to, we got to step back and start from the beginning, because you you left out an extremely important detail. I didn't leave it out. I just don't <laughs> want to talk about it. 
<laughs> I don't want to talk about any of this. This video is cursed. It has cursed ass awful vibes. Please, Johnny. Now continue. there's there is a cameo. I wouldn't even call it a cameo. The star of the video was in this video by NSYNC's request. NSYNC said, "We'll do the video as long as Gary Coleman." Is in the video, and they should they should have never given these fucking fifteen year olds money. They it, it, they shouldn't get to make requests. If you think back to this time, though, this was sort of a you know Gary Coleman was this was a few short years before he was a character in Avenue Q. You know, that's like true. that's th- true. This was a time for Gary Coleman. So, so the way that they incorporate Gary Coleman into this video is they dress him up like an elf, um, and they they, they have. Santa has like a, a stomach diarrhea. Ache. Yeah, he's got he's got <laughs> he's shitting his brains out, so he can't go out and he can't watch anybody fuck uh, their significant <laughs> other under the Christmas tree. And Gary Coleman has an idea to to s- transport in sync into Santa's sleigh instead. Is that is that basically what happens? Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Now Gary Coleman is dressed up in a green kind of like Christmas it's like elf a suit, yeah, suit. But he also he also says what you talk about, Gary. Implying that he is Gary Coleman. So does Gary Cole in this world, does Gary Coleman know Santa and just is hanging out with Santa and is like, oh, Santa's sick. I also know in sync. Let's get there. It, it didn't make any sense. Maybe he's an elf that also happens to be named Gary. Tony Danza doesn't play Tony Danza on Who's the Boss, but his name is still Tony. Is his name Tony Danza on Who's, Who's the Boss? I actually don't know for sure. I can't imagine it is. Because if it is, then he does play Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I guess it could just be honestly. I, one of my friends uh, w- was over a couple weeks ago, and I was who has happens to have IMDb credits, and I was going through their IMDb credits. Um, and his name is Mike, and I was going through his IMDb credits, and I was like, all of the characters that you play, it's like Sean, Jeff, Dave, Alan. It's like, why don't they just let you be Mike? It, <laughs> it obviously doesn't matter what your character's name is. Like, no one even probably says it. So why can't why can't for any of these little bit parts? Let them all just be Mike. That's your fucking name. It's so much easier than coming up with one of these other fake names. It doesn't matter. So maybe his name was Gary. I will concede that. Uh, it was wild when they go to, like, the homeless shelter because – No, it's it's a it's the homeless shelter screensaver that they go to because <laughs> this whole video is shot in front of the shittiest green screen you've ever seen in your entire life. But the thing they do there isn't <laughs> – No. There's they no point for like, them to being there. They just like volunteer and serve soup. And Johnny, it made me so fucking mad. They have all of the like quote unquote homeless people, uh, unhoused people, unfortunate people, or whatever they are in the context of this video, and they've got them wearing like dirty makeup. Like they 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 make them look like like uh, it, it. It was infuriating. I was like, it. <laughs> they just, look. They all look like they're. They're playing like orphans in a stage production of like Oliver Twist or something. Yeah, it's like why? Like, is it was it important for us, the audience? No. It's, oh wow, they re- oh they really yeah, they, they really are, are really homeless. they got muddy outside and they're really they have like dirt on their faces. That's how bad and that's how and when Lance Bass is putting a tiny Dixie cup in front of them, that he's a hero. I fucking hated this so it, goddamn much. It's wild because it it implies two really disturbing things, and that's first of all that that Santa, I guess, isn't disturbing, but that Santa volunteers at 
like a just some sort of homeless shelter, and yeah, they're Santa filling does in for all him. that as well. Yeah, and then also that Santa isn't doing anything extra. He's not using any of his Santa magic to do anything that a regular person volunteering at this like shelter or whatever could do. Yeah. And then, and then this video also just has the, the worst fucking colonizer vibes of any, like it couldn't be more obvious that this is five white guys. Cause the, the only people of color in the video are like, unfortunate people or the the people Gary like Coleman. The, or Gary Coleman or Gary Coleman and like the sexy dancers that are like mm-hmm. dancing on JC and at one point there's like a, I don't know this a, a black woman who is like dancing up to JC while he's singing and he like holds his like hand to his face and he's like it's the best time of the year for the family that's when he like hits that and he says it's like oh no like for the family she's sexy and it's like a you're gonna fuck her under the Christmas tree when your dad watches. <laughs> we, all we all know it. We all know it. But also, I was like, it just it, it, that whole moment gave me terrible vibes because I'm like, why are you stressing that this is embarrassing for the family? I it, I couldn't. I I ha- so many times in this, Johnny, I got furious watching this video. They're also in a, like a cardboard sled for most of it, mm-hmm. and they're not they're all dressed not in any way Christmassy. They're just in their regular in sync clothes, much Chris like the wearing, album cover. Chris is wearing goggles. The re- they're all wearing goggles, but you couldn't really tell at this era of the 90s if they're wearing goggles because it's winter <laughs> or just because that's what they they think fashion is. There there is a like you said, a PowerPoint going on in the background at all it's times. Awful. It's awful. It says w- words show up sure. sometimes. And the only one that I caught was shalom did you see shalom show up i don't know i I, basically what i saw was white rage because i was just like i was only i was seeing white and red colored like splotches in my vision for for most of the video so shalom could have been there it could have said tony shaloub it could have said a thousand things i didn't see it it was it was wild i don't it, it everything about it was was fucking wild I like the song fine, but take this video and launch it directly into the sun. Uh, we never need to talk about it or see this video ever, ever again. One of the worst things I've had to watch for this show. Great song, though. <laughs> great song. Uh, speaking of great songs, let's talk about track five. This is the Christmas song. Well, they had already referenced Nat King Cole, so it's only fair that they ruin one of his songs. Um, I don't, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's it's. There's going to be some coverage on this thing, and this is one of them. And this is a fine Christmas song to cover. It's fine. Yeah, I think I think this is also the shortest song on the album, which is interesting because um, it's not one that they had to fucking write, like or whatever computer wrote the songs had to write. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good one. I do love. We didn't hear it in the the clip, but there is. Uh, every now and then they just go wow, and I did like that a lot. Yeah, I I will say that with the covers, they the covers seem to be maybe the only time where they're doing the thing that I think that they should be doing, which is having like five part harmonies because that's the whole fucking point of having the boy band. Yeah, they they did. They, they, a lot of tracks on this album, but you're right. In particular, the covers highlight that. Yeah, and I I feel like 
thinking back to their other huge hits, I don't feel like they highlight that a lot. And they can sing. They can, but obviously two of them are the stronger singers. And, yeah. and they can all sing, but two of them are stronger singers. Uh, but yeah, they don't. I mean, it's like... They weren't trying to do a doo-wop thing, but that or, or like a barbershop quartet thing, or like they do some of that in this album. But that's not what the Backstreet Boys were about. Yeah. And it, it, it is kind of a bummer that they were like, or or it's also not what Insync was about. Any of them, they were like, look, you're. It's about fashion. It's about letting Justin sing the songs. It's about dancing a little bit. That's what Insync. It's a branding, basically. We mm-hmm. don't need five singers, and they didn't get them. We need five so. bodies. Exactly. Yeah, we barely needed the five bodies too. Chris, you could die at any moment. We could have you killed. That's what they told Chris every day. Um, okay, Johnny, let's move on. This is I guess it's Christmas time. Track six. <laughs> That is a little bit of, uh, I guess it's Christmas time. They let Chris sing a song, huh? How about that? Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Um, that's to keep him in line, you know. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you one. And every time they they reference the grand design, or you know, explicitly said the grand design in this uh, uh, song, a little bit of a cringe from me. But now I get that it was about how they were going to kill Chris and they forced Chris <laughs> to sing about the grand design as kind of a like dig your own grave type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was weird because it's like, it feels like they're talking about God designing the Christmas holiday. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a little like intelligent design. Like there is no evolution type of thing, uh, yeah. which is b- bad Christmas vibes. Also, Johnny, I got to say very into this song when Chris whispers Merry Christmas to me. Nope. Bad vibes. Terrible vibes, Chris. <laughs> do not whisper to me. Don't, sir, don't whisper to me. Take those fucking braids out of your hair and do not whisper to me. You know, you know, he's trying to get you under that tree. <laughs> 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 um yeah this this one this one was whatever i love i do love that the name is i i imagine this is how you say the name <sighs> i guess it's christmas time okay another take could be i guess it's christmas time <laughs> i love that it's i mean like i said nine out of these 14 tracks have christmas in the title that is yeah. wild um, okay, Johnny, let's I this is this is what I've been dying to talk about. This is uh track seven. This is all I want is you this Christmas. What a mouthful. All I want is you this Christmas. Well, legally they couldn't call it all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, shut up! Do you can't say that? This is this is I don't even know what that is. This is all I want is you this Christmas. Can't be bad at that. <laughs> no, that's 
That's extremely good. This is Lance. <laughs> Get right. this boy to space! Alright. That is all I want is you this Christmas. Here's what happened to this song, Johnny. The algorithm kept spinning out all I want for Christmas is you. And they said, guys, we can't, we literally can't. We can't do this song. It's just we can't do a cover of this song. That's insane. And so they just like they kind of fudged two or three words and they, they made it work. I imagine this algorithm is like printing out these songs from a dot matrix printer yeah, and they have co- to collated collated <laughs> yeah. paper yeah yeah <sighs> um okay here's the thing i didn't hate the sax the sax is wonderful the sax is great you should have this kind of sax in every christmas song um but yeah the song already exists in a better version so like what are we doing here it it's weird it's 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 weird this is like this is, you know, the Asylum, the movie studio that makes like, oh yeah, yeah, snakes yeah. on a train, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this is this is that for all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, it's Neural Net Christmas. <laughs> and, and again, we're presented with this very different, very conflicting message about what Christmas is about, and now it's and now it's about this significant other, or like the, you know, it's it's like it's it, is is it about family and togetherness, or is it about hooking up? What is Christmas it's, well, it's, about? It's about both. When you're, it's the you do all the family and togetherness during the day, and then you you hook up under the tree. You can have both. I guess yeah, because Christmas is twenty four hours. That's enough time to make Christmas about a lot of things. Don't sleep on the, Christmas. No, you got to stay up because you got to catch Santa too. <laughs> Oh, fuck this song. Okay. And and also, I will. I have more to say about this song, Johnny, but I it, trust me, it will be coming up later. Um, we have the next track. This is another cover. This is track eight, The First Noel. In general, I just never need to hear the first Noel again, right? No. But I'll be honest, the, 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 it's a cover, and they brought the back the the in sync type of harmony into it, right? Like they they at least were doing that. They were at least giving me something like kind of nice and new to listen to here. Yeah, I totally agree. This is always one of my least favorite Christmas songs, um, but they do they they do a good job with it. And at three minutes and 30 seconds, it's one of the shortest ones on the album. So <laughs> you get out of it pretty quick. Um, but yeah, another cover. Um, and again, you know, uh, uh, this is uh, Dr. Jingles at this point, And I'm not interested in these fucking Christmas covers. Uh, but Mr. Christmas does think this is a fine version. Let's talk about track nine. This is In Love on Christmas.
Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Grandmama, my granddaddy? What is this outro? <laughs> the fuck the, are they talking about? In the bridge, too. They're like, what a beautiful time it is to open gifts to play with all the kids. Get the kids out of the fucking room. They get the kids in this album an inexplicable amount of times. In these songs, sometimes you're just, there's just kids around. And they're like, there shouldn't be kids around for what's going on. <laughs> and and this, this one starts with Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way. It, yeah, so they have a little sample of something traditional and all of these kind of original songs. Uh, JC at the very start of his verse in the first verse does that thing where he goes ha, and I, it's like <laughs> this song. This song is not a Christmas song. It's preposition Christmas. It, <sighs> this is is this the horniest Christmas song? Uh, this is, I think, the, the horniest Christmas song in the album for sure. Mister <laughs> Christmas here, by the way, loves a little horny Christmas jam. Into it, very into it. This song is wild i mean under the mistletoe exchanging love and gifts they're oh, just yeah. they're not even waiting until they get to the tree johnny here's here, here I, I gotta say this is my lyric i always yeah. prayed santa would pack love on his sleigh come completely unhinged <laughs> i'd also i would also like to on the podcast unveil my new character it's super horny guy who still believes in santa full-grown <laughs> adult gets horny once fuck but still has a belief in the concept of Santa being not his dad. <sighs> so, so do, does do you do, where do you think what world do you think this album exists in? Santa is your dad, or Santa is real? Because we do, we did want to show our dad our fuck style. Before. I ha- I ha- I have to I have to believe I have to believe for my sanity that it's Santa is real. Okay. Because I think it's they want to show Santa their fuck style to show like what a good boy I am this year, mm, Santa. Yeah. Uh, there, my, my my line again. This is the second time they've done this on the album. Uh, and I'm yours and you are mine. Oh, when you're kissing me right under my Christmas tree. Yeah, you're it's right. his penis. It's his penis. But what's under your Christmas tree is his balls. Your his jingle balls. <laughs> And again, you're right, in the bridge, and play with all the kids does not belong in this song. Go get them. It, it's, this is a, a criminally horny song, and to talk about kids and granddaddy and grandma or whatever, mm-mm. mm-mm. And a fade out. And a fade out. Yeah. A fade out when they're like, my granddaddy, my grandmama. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, God damn uh, I do think everyone should be in love with someone on Christmas, though. It's a beautiful thing to fuck under your mistletoe while Santa watches. And Mr. Christmas does think this song is good. I actually, maybe my favorite on the album. Um, it's it's good. Yeah, I, I do unfortunately like this one. It's fun. Uh, let's talk about track 10. Uh, ooh, it's a Joey song. We got a Joey song. This is It's Christmas.
It is nice to hear like a change of pace, like a new person yeah. I haven't heard singing. So that's that's a little bit of it's Christmas. It's a it's a Joey uh, featuring song. Johnny, I got to tell you, when I was writing notes for this, this is the point. I know we just broke down laughing at the the last thing that we heard, but this was the part, point where I was just laughing out loud because I was it, it was so I was thinking about how fucking funny it is that this album sucks so much, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> first of all. I think Christmas music should be abolished. I think abolish it. Like, get rid of it. In my order of things that should be abolished, we've got prisons, the police, the military, cars, capitalism, and then Christmas music. Christmas music is, like, number six to go. That's pretty high. high. That's pretty yeah. high. Of course, we get rid of all of capitalism before that. But still, it's got to go. They got Chris on this thing doing falsetto? Okay, I will. Let me... Let me try and sweeten the deal on Christmas music okay. real quick. Okay. If we do get rid of capitalism, that pretty much only leaves us with horny Christmas songs. I know. And the first building block of communism is horny Christmas music. <laughs> <sighs> I, first of all, I, what I love about this song, Mr. Christmas Here, is that they're letting Joey sing and they're letting Chris do some crazy falsetto. Now, Chris has yeah. done some falsetto earlier on the album, but he's really going for it here. And it's almost as if they were like, hey, Chris... No one else wants to do the falsetto. You have nothing to do in the band. Like you're basically <laughs> you're basically fucking uh, filler. You're like p- packing peanuts. You're uh, kale. Like you're you're nothing. You're you're nothing for yeah. this band. You have to do falsetto. And he's like, I guess I'll have to. But this song is four and a half minutes. It's it's wild. Uh, I do like the spooky wind at the beginning of the song. That sure. was weird. That's fun. Christmas wind. This this sounds like um, a lullaby, yeah. or it wants me to go to it. it it's putting me to sleep. I do, I do like the kind of crazier vocals. I also like that the title of this song is basically a rebuttal to track six. I guess it's Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas. They all... Big big. You'll call you'll call now vibes. I'll call <laughs> from now. this. I'll call now. <laughs> uh, oh, and at the end. I had a realization here when Joey says at the very end in like the outro, he wishes me a very nice Christmas. I was like, oh, Joey's in sync's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Did you have I very ever told nice you, Christmas family? Have I ever told you about the time that I didn't get to hang out with Joey Fatone? No. It was Jessica's grandpa's 80th fucking birthday. So we we flew up to Massachusetts uh-huh. to hang out with him. And it was a nice time. It was a lovely time. Sure. All of our friends, because this was when we lived in Florida, all of our friends, just like whatever, some weekday on like some Thursday, they were like, we're going to go to the, the the trampoline, you know, park. You know, those places where it's just like oh, a bunch yeah, of trampolines. Yeah. And you jump. yeah. They go, who the fuck is there with his kid, Joey Fatone? And it's like a Thursday or whatever. So there's no one there. So it's Whoa. all of our friends and Joey Fatone is there. And apparently he's the coolest dude of all time. Sure. And they just like play dodgeball and shit with Joey Fatone all day. I mean, it was, I, I it's ho- crazy. I hope he still got money. Like, I hope they didn't suck it all, you know, up. I hope he still gets something out of the. He's still stuff, getting so. those my big fat Greek wedding residues. Yeah. So, I mean, good for him. Go to the trampoline park with your kid, Joey, and then play with a bunch of other local teens. Why not? He probably had his hot dog restaurant back then, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you love to see you love to see uh, uh, good people getting success. Uh, the really kicking myself for 
I don't know. I guess for falling in love and going to my uh, yeah. girlfriend at the time's grandpa's forty or eightieth birthday. What are you gonna? I mean, do? It, it really sucks that you could have hung out with Joey Fatone, but instead you were hanging out with your grandpapa. <laughs> grandma. It wasn't even Christmas. There was nowhere we could <laughs> fuck the whole time we were there. Oh, holy night is track eleven, and here's a little bit of it now. All right, this one's obviously a skip for me because it sucks, because the song sucks. But I did like, uh, I wrote down Skip Appella in my notes, but I did like what they were doing with it. I mean, at least it was like a take, yeah. you know? It, it's, it sucks that they wasted that on this song, because I hate this song, but it's it's pretty tight. Like, yeah, they, what they're doing is pretty cool. They got the harmonies, they got the doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom. Yeah, like that, that, all, that stuff fucking works, and it's a bummer that they don't use it more, but I guess I get it because it's not what... It's not what they were about, you know? Yeah. Do, okay, cut this song. Do an acapella version of the Christmas song, like the other cover, you know? like You know what you do? That'd be cool. You name this song, Oh Holy Night, It's Christmas. And then you just, you make a a, Oh Holy Night for like 10 seconds at the beginning, and then an original (laughs) song about it being a Christmas holy night. Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh Horny horny Night. Oh Horny Night, It's Christmas. Uh Okay, finally, 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 we three more. Here's track 12. I've completely fucking lost it. Here's track 12. Loves in our hearts on Christmas Day. More Mario 64. Yes. And maybe some Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, I don't know. Listen, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> so, at, at this point, I was like, oh no, they can do this literally forever. Since every song is the same and every song is written by the same fucking like roll of the dice, they can do it forever. Yeah. I do like a kind of bummer of a Christmas song. That's like, that's fun. And this song is a bummer, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer that like, I in my mind, they're just like standing in a room in front of like a karaoke machine, just waiting. And the karaoke machine, the screen is blank and they're just waiting. And then all of a sudden lyrics pop onto it and they just sing them. And yeah. then- Boom, damn, we cut up. That's a cut. That's a Christmas song. And then they're just waiting. And like uh, somebody wheels in some snacks and they have some snacks and they, they're not talking to each other. They're just kind of like looking around. At one point, like Lance tries the door, it's locked. Uh, and then the machine starts going again and they go back and they sing another one. It's like, boom, cut, another Christmas song. And then that, and then they just had to only keep them in this room for two days. It was very humane. They kept bringing in the snacks. <laughs> Lance kept trying the door. Uh, bless his heart. It didn't work. That That's what I feel like this album is. Yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do. I do like the line um, as night begins to fall, twilight drowns the bedroom chill. 
because Christmas is the time for to, you know, everyone should love someone on Christmas. And there's no one in his bed to love. That sounds like it was a poem written by Edgar Allan Snow. Now, that's an Edgar Allan Poe Christmas clone. Does he believe Santa is real or not? Uh, he believes Santa is real, uh, which means he does not believe in a uh, two-state solution. Uh, he's a hardline Zionist. That's Edgar Allan Snow. Not our views, just his views. He's, a, he's, a, he's his own guy. He's his own guy. Uh, we we got to listen to uh, Johnny Track 13. This is the only gift. I've got a we, lot to say about Track 13. We do have to, yeah. This is the only gift. You need to be home with me, alone with me, holding me next to the Christmas tree, kissing under the It's free to use it. You're you're leaving money on the table not using it. <laughs> Here's the thing, Johnny, th- with this song, with the only gift, they think I'm a fucking asshole. They think <laughs> I'm some fucking asshole and that they can just do all I want is you this Christmas again on the same album yeah. and I'm not going to remember? I don't remember track 7. It's a it's a slightly hornier take. But it's the same fucking. It's it's not even like a. It's not. It's it's the same angle on the same sentiment. It's. Uh, I mean. All I want. All I want is you. This Christmas implies that you are the gift. Yeah. The, the only o- gift is you. And the only is the gift same I wanted thing. was you. Yeah. Do they think we're fools? Uh, I mean they. <sighs> We're talking about it, you know? Yeah, jokes on true. us, I guess. Jokes on, jokes on me. Fucking jokes on me fucking 20 years later. Jokes on me. Jesus Christ. It's fine. I liked it. Mr. Christmas likes this song. It's fine. I mean, it's, yeah. it is the other song again, but I liked it. Yeah. It's, well, and I think you were totally right. Where this music is not meant, this music is just meant to be on. Exactly. And it's got the jingle sounds mm-hmm. every now and then. If you're if you're doing something else, you'll hear mistletoe. You'll hear candles. Sure. It's you've you're in the zone. I'm I'm wrapping presents. I'm decorating the tree. I'm doing I'm doing all the little Christmas activities. I'm making my shortbread cookies. Whatever. I'm doing Christmas activities. I'm not listening to the lyrics. I'm not listening to it be like, didn't they play this song seven songs ago? I'm not listening for that. For all you know, this could be that other song again. You've already the album's just on repeat. It's just looped. It just looped. Okay, Johnny, let's talk about track fourteen. This one pisses me off on a fucking Christmas CD. Absolutely pisses me off. This is track 14, Kiss Me at Midnight. Midnight, you say. Hmm, what could midnight mean? Kiss me at midnight. How does that apply to Christmas? Well, you're right. It fucking doesn't. Uh, Christmas is still shining bright.
All right, that is a little bit of Kiss Me at Midnight. Now, I get it. It's appropriate for the last track of your Christmas album to be a New Year's album. It's kind of, you know, integrating you into the new year. That's fine, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I actually really like when a Christmas album has the last track as a New Year's song. I think that's really fun. It's just it's just everybody does it. Everyone has to do it because it's yeah. like, we listened to Christmas, Christmas is over, and now it's New Year's. But here's the thing. That means we're never going to get a band doing a New Year's album because they're always adding a New Year's song to a Christmas album. It's it's funny that you say that because I have been trying to decide what to do for the Patreon this month because that oh, episode yeah. is after Christmas. And I was trying to find, like, are there New Year's albums? Could not, obviously, find anything. Sure. Maybe the uh, music from the motion major motion picture soundtrack for the movie New Year's Eve? <laughs> I mean, do you remember us on that. Do you remember that, uh, that little stretch of time where they were just picking holidays and making on- giant ensemble movies about them? Yeah, where they were just printing fucking money. Yeah, the, the I, Justin Timberlake had to have been in one of those, right? Taylor is he in Swift Valentine's Day? Taylor so Swift was, was. When she was dating Taylor Lautner, who just married someone else named Taylor. Wow, the Taylor triumvirate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, they the, those movies were just crammed full of like any celebrity they could get uh, their their little dirty little fingers on. That was the guy from Happy Days. What's that guy's name? Uh, guy from not, Happy Days. Not Henry Winkler, the, 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 the guy that directed those movies. and, and, and Ron and, Howard? No, no. That's, I'm the guy who directed Happy Days, not the guy who's, no, no, oh, not people who were Sherwood in Schwartz? No, Gary Marshall. Gary, so Gary Marshall. Is either Sherwood Gary Marshall or, was, uh, or Penny Marshall, one of those one of those people. Anyway, yeah, I do remember those movies. Johnny, they say New Year seven times in this song. They really want to get across that this is a New Year song. And not a Christmas song. Although they do say Christmas in this song as well. Oh, there is a soundtrack for New Year's Eve. Johnny, you gotta, you gotta get off of that. We got we're still talking about this. Johnny, this <laughs> right, one, right. They, they say kiss twenty times in this song. It ends in a fade out, and which is the only way for any of their songs to end, apparently. Yeah. This 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 was another song that basically this could essentially be on an NSYNC album, and I don't think many people would notice. No, they could end an NSYNC album and, and just release it around the holidays, and it would be fine. Because it sounds super poppy, this song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the the Beatles just put a birthday song on one of their albums, and no one was like, that's weird. It's just like, well, they just wrote a fucking birthday song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked this one. I don't know if it was... I liked how it was poppier. Um... I again like how Christmas albums end with New Year's songs. I, I hate the fade out. Um and, and maybe part of the reason why I liked it so much is it was like a thematic change after we've just heard yes. the same song 13 times. It was definitely that. I mean, I don't give a shit about this argument. The only counterpoint that I'll that I'll argue and this is I guess just kind of for the I'm trying to put myself in the mind of someone who enjoys Christmas music. Is if I want to listen to Christmas music, I I'm not I don't necessarily want to listen to New Year's music, right? Like I want to listen sure. to all my Christmas music in a block of Christmas music. So when you put out a Christmas CD, I don't know, just make it a Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fair. Well, the one New Year's song that's in here does it throw? And it is a different vibe. Does it throw off my Christmas cheer vibe? I don't know. I don't know because it's not me. I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of another. I can see that because to me, Christmas is a very happy holiday, and New Year's it, it has a, a melancholy 
that Christmas does not for me. Oh, yeah. Okay, I understand. Well, see, to me, New Year seems more like the fuck holiday because there's like a kiss involved at midnight. I just don't see Christmas as a super horny holiday, but, but there, I guess I'm in the minority are, there. There are more people or everyone is around at midnight. But if it's midnight on Christmas, that's when you sneak under the tree to fuck. But I mean, okay, midnight, I everyone's up partying. By the time people go to bed, it's like four. Yeah, you're right. Ladies and gentlemen, when he's right, he's right. And Johnny O'Mara, he's often right. Especially when it comes to fucking. Yeah, well, you're often wrong when it comes to music opinions. but That's true. You have pretty terrible music opinions. Speaking of which, Johnny, you brought this into our lives. It's only right that you go first. It's the end of the album. It's the end of the show. We got to decide. For all those listening in Christmas land, is it going to be a bop or a flop? Here's the thing. Okay, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, absolute all-time banger. Okay. Um, I, uh, f- for me, more of the songs I enjoyed than didn't enjoy, I'm going to say this is a bop. There were a few that were, were total snoozers for sure. But overall, I had a good time listening to most okay. of them. I could see putting a lot of these on a playlist. I think a lot of these I could pull out and put on a Christmas playlist rather than like listening to the whole album all the way through. But like most of them I think could go on a playlist. Johnny, I also just realized I give you Bopper Flop, which is totally our Patreon. Like that's that's <gasps> Patreon quality. Oh, you're right. This is main feed. I for, I totally forgot that this was main feed and that we actually yeah. have to decide if we're putting this on our top 100. So I guess same things still apply. It sounds like do you do you recommend this album? I would absolutely recommend. I, I I would absolutely recommend this album, and, and that's why going- I'm going to put it at number three. <laughs> uh, no, I would not. I would not put it on my top 100, but I I would absolutely recommend it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's and it's it's probably. It's probably also worth noting the whole bop or flop qualification because this is obviously not going on my top 100. Wait, did you did you introduce this? Ep- did you say welcome back to the Patreon when you started the episode? I okay. did not. No, I, I said the right thing. And uh, until I I assumed it was main feed until I asked you the bop or flop <laughs> question. It just completely fucking blew. Okay, well, you know, for my opinion, we're going to get my opinion um, from Mr. Christmas, because it's time for the real JPC to step in and 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 lay down the law. So here it is, Mr. Christmas. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh no! Uh, 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 Doctor Jingles, Doctor Jingles. No, wait, it's Doctor Christmas, Mr. Jingles. Mr. Jingles is 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 eating me. He's ah. Now that that kook is out of the way, it's me, Mr. Jingles. Yes. Mr. Jingles. He's I think one... it's Dr. Jingles and Mr. Hall. Yes, Mr. it's Dr. Jingles, the one that likes Christmas. And here's what I'll say. This album is mostly originals. That is the mark of a good Christmas album. Now, I know we've given this thing some flack for having like really uninventive lyrics and they're all just kind of like a jumble and all over the place. But if you get down to it, it's got some really nice horny vibes. It's very 1998. <laughs> and in sync have some good melodies and they they make the, some some very pleasant sounds. I think that if you put this on in your house for Christmas song for Christmas time, you will not be disappointed. And that's why me, Dr. Jingles is putting this at number 1 on his top 100. <laughs> but JPC can't put this on. Mm. I can't have any Christmas Do I need music. to make a separate list for Dr. Jingles now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> JBC cannot have any fucking Christmas music on that top 100, so this one has to go. I do recommend it. I do think it's nice to listen to. If this was the Patreon, I'd be giving this a bop, but it's not going on my top 
100. You know, we we kind of went into this. I don't think either of us thought we would put this on our top 100. We went into not. this doing doing this album pass fail on the main feed. Yeah, yep, yep. And I think it got a pass. It did get a pass. I do think it broke me completely. I, I think there's a lot of things of this, about this album. I did have this, like, you know, we, the introduction of Dr. Jingle and Mr. Christmas. So we, we, we saw uh, two sides of my personality kind of split <laughs> off here and, and come uh, to light. So I'm in a rough emotional place. Um, but I, I can tell you this, Johnny. It's the very beginning of December. I certainly am not going to listen to this anymore. It's too much for me. I got to listen to some non-Christmas music. I have to take a, non- a Christmas music break. And I hope that you all enjoyed uh, this album. If you want to hear that voting or ranking mechanism that we just employed, uh, use a little more, go check out the Patreon. It's patreon.com. It's just It's a fun time over there. We're all having a good time. A a buck a month gets you access to a couple extra episodes a month. And we got some some real nice ones cooking up for Christmas. One that we just kind of discussed on the show today that might be (laughs) something. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that one. That's compelling. It's probably so fucking long. Um, Johnny, do you have anything that you want to say to all the people out there in Christmas land? Um, You know, just thank you for, uh, for coming to hang out with us for the holidays. I hope that whatever you've got going on, it's it's nice. And with that, we tip old Chris Kringle's hats to you. And we wish you a fond Christmas time. Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the bill bucks. Getting stupid. Feeling proud. Jake, we're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny Lamar. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them bill bucks. Yeah.